You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Hi, I'm JT from Hawthorne Heights, and you're listening to We Podcast and We Know Things. Yo, it's Will Pugh from Cartel, and you're listening to We Podcast and We Know Things. Hey everybody, this is Chris Rafalius from the band Punchline. And this is Steve Sabosley from Punchline. And you're listening to We Podcast and We Know Things. It's a great podcast. Well, hello everybody and welcome to a very special midweek bonus episode of We Podcast and We Know Things. My name is Greg Hall, and alongside of me, as almost always, the best damn voice in the business, Sam Matura. Vance. It's a complete dedication to skate. We are joined this week by a couple of very special guests, and we mean very, very special. Uh, about to embark on a 10-day tour, the Loyal to the Craft Tour, Frank Zumo of Sum 41 and the Drum Street Corps, and Mike Chaprari, co-founder and owner of SJC Drums. Gentlemen, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. Thank you. Hey, yeah, we can't wait to just jump into this. We've been looking forward to this one uh, for quite a while, so really excited. Uh, but we want to remind all the listeners who are tuning in to check the episode description, whether you're listening on iTunes, CastBox, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeart, wherever you're listening to this. Down in the description of the episode, you're going to be able to find links to get... Um, all the information you could possibly want, dates for the tour and additional information all down in the episode description. So check that out for like a one click link. But uh, you're making stops in Massachusetts, Brooklyn, New York, the New Jersey, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland, Chicago, Maryland. So you're going up and down the East Coast with a little bit of Midwest flair for this tour. Yeah, yeah, we, uh, Frank and I talked about the routing for a bit and uh, since it's presented by Vans, it you know, we, we obviously wanted to hit the House of Vans in Brooklyn and in Chicago, and so we kind of just looked at a map and kind of routed it, um, you know, around around those two uh, specific cities. And then Frank got the opportunity to do the, uh, rock, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, um, and we were like, wow, this is perfect. And so, it, you know, it, it, it turned into a really nice uh, routing for, you know, just under two weeks. Yeah, just under two weeks, almost every single day. You guys are rocking it every day. Yeah, we are pinning it, and I think even the days off are either travel days or press days. Um, but I mean, it's, a, it's an incredible opportunity to do something like this. Um, you know, and we did this in China a couple months ago for the first time, kind of the test run. Mm. And it just completely blew our minds how amazing it was, you know, how well it went, how well received it was. And, you know, whenever I think about this tour, I literally think about Mike and I sitting at breakfast you know, at like 7 a.m. in China, jet lag, being like, <laughs> we need to expand this. You know, we need to take this to America. And, you know, this is kind of our first crack at America. And, you know, we want to obviously continue and do the rest of America and then go to Europe and UK. But, um, you know, this was kind of a, a dream, you know, concept we had with, you know, doing this with bands, you know, and, and then having bands come on as the official presenter sponsor, you know, with myself and SJC, it's such an amazing collaboration. And, you know, we're just trying to do something completely different and give the, you know, the audience a different experience than they would, you know, um, kind of expect when you hear about the word drum clinic. And I, and I hate that word, um, but it's the only thing to kind of describe kind of what we are doing, but we're trying to put a new twist on what drum clinics kind of used to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, how long did it like take you guys to set up this tour, Mike? When was China? Was that in February? 
Uh, China was in March, and we talked about it, like Frank said, at, at breakfast, and we just kind of got cracking at the, at the you know, just a rough layout of what we thought it would look like, and then pretty much immediately when we got home, we were, we like, were texting or emailing the next morning, just putting like a, a you know, a presentation deck together to try and, you know, uh, get the sponsors to come on board, um, and then I flew out to L.A. for a couple other things that Frank and I were working on, and uh, met with bands, and kicked it off so really since like end of march so like three or four months of just literally everyday planning it's been you know logistics and and just communicating with people and setting everything up and talking ideas so it's, it's been a lot of planning so i'm really excited to kick it off in a few days now it is the loyal to the craft tour it's not the kind of tour you're thinking uh frank you said a minute ago it said you hate the phrase but it's a drum clinic there's way more to it than that and we want to dive into that in just a little bit but just for our listeners we want to do a little bit of backstory on both of you so just a couple of questions for each one of you quick backstory and then we're going to spend the rest of the interview on the tour uh frank specifically for you you've been with some 41 now since 2015 how did you get hooked up with those guys I have known the guys forever um, because of uh, Street Drum Corps. We did Warp Tour in Canada back in the day with Sum 41 and just became really good friends with the guys. Um, and then Derek and I became really good friends because he lives in L.A. now. Mm-hmm. And literally, we had our Street Drum Corps residency um, in Vegas at the Hard Rock, and Derek was our special guest performer on opening night. Oh, that's cool. And it was the first time that, um, you know, Derek and I had ever played together, and it just kind of clicked. Mm-hmm. And literally, right after that, Steve-O quit the band, um, and Derek was, like, having a party at his house, and we jammed together on some cover songs, and then he just literally kept inviting me over to jam <laughs> more and more and more, and then it got serious, and, the, and he flew, you know, all the guys flew out from Canada and New York, and we spent like a pretty intense week or two together just like hanging and jamming every day. And after that, they asked me to be in the band. And then literally it was like, okay, we're going to make a record. And we just literally dove into making the 13 Voices record. Um, and my first show with the band was the most insane first show ever. It was at the, um, the AP Awards. Um, and it was our like comeback show with Dave Brown sound back in the band. Oh, yeah. And yeah, we Brown actually, um, we had a special guest uh, halfway through, and it was with DMC from Run DMC. <laughs> oh, so it was insane. That's awesome. My first show to be, it was like televised, streaming, an arena that was sold out, and I'm playing in Sum 41 and with Run DMC. Like, it was. It doesn't it get better crazy. than that. I mean, it, so incredible. Oh my gosh, it that's really awesome. was a, a, a way to get into the band, yeah. I'm a huge Brown Sounding fan too, so that's cool as heck to have him come back uh, for that experience it's as well. Happy birthday today, actually. Happy oh, birthday, man. Brown Sounding. <laughs> That's it's freaking awesome. cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. Now, you were also uh, recently voted, you kind of mentioned the Alt Press a minute ago, you were just recently voted the Alt Press Music uh, Best Drummer of 2017. For you, is that something you hang on the refrigerator? It's uh, it's on my mantle in my music room. Hell yeah! Awesome. I mean, it's like, it's it's pretty incredible. I mean, I to just you know get nominated was was insane, you know. And then they asked me to you know perform, um, you know, and put together an epic drum performance. Is literally what they said. They said we want an epic drum performance. Can you put this together? And I called you know Adrian from No Doubt, and we said we got to get one more guy and make this thing insane. And, you know, our, our 
kind of like main person that we saw in the vision was Josh from 21 Pilots. And, you know, Mike made that happen. And we all instantly became best friends and had the most fun ever and put together this insane drum performance. Um, and it, it was so much fun. You know, literally, I walked off stage and then they announced it, the drummer category and, and I won and I just couldn't even believe it. Yeah. It was fucking insane. Like, what, <laughs> That's what amazing. Day, you know, really, really amazing day. And, and you also got to fill in for Tommy Lee. What was it like to play drums for Motley Crue? Because that had to be epic. I mean, the most crazy thing I've ever done in my life. I mean, and you're talking about, it's a band that, that was the first concert I saw when I was five years old. My father took me to Nassau Coliseum in Long Island, New York, to see Motley and Ozzy. And <laughs> when I saw Tommy Lee on stage drumming, like, I knew that's what I wanted to do. Like, he inspired me at five years old. Like, I was in the nosebleed seats, and just, he had that much of an effect on me. Like, you know, being a drummer that was just such a showman and so powerful. Um, and, uh, you know, I had started playing when I was, like, three. And that at that moment, like, I knew that this is what I wanted to do. And, you know, fast forward, he became a, a fan of Street Drum Corps. And we met through Adrian Young. Um, and him and I just, you know, hit it off and became really, really good friends. And, and I got a call um, in the middle of the night saying that I needed to go to the airport and get on a plane and go fill in for him. And I thought it was a joke. <laughs> and then, like, I burnt my hand playing with fireworks. And I thought it was a joke. And no, he was serious. And I literally had to, had to fly there and walk literally right into it. There was no rehearsal. There was no sound check. Um, wow. And, you know, I'm in my favorite band and the band that inspired me. I mean, it was just such a full circle, incredible thing that, like, is, is pretty amazing. And, like, I'm going to... You know, on some of the longer sets of this Loyal to the Craft tour, um, I put together kindly a, a, a medley of, so of songs of artists that I've been blessed to play with in, in my life. So that's going to be pretty fun, you know, because I want to show the audience and take them kind of on a, on a musical journey. So I'm going to do a little Motley. Uh, I play with Scott Weiland from Stone Temple Pilots, a little SDP, Gary Newman, um, Danny Harrison. So a couple cool things that will be fun for this tour to kind of show people all the musical, you know, endeavors I've kind of done throughout my career. I mean, wow, like Scott Weil and STP, they're one of my favorite bands of all time. So that that's that's amazing. We, we've had, like I said earlier, we've yeah. had like 20, I think seven or 28 interviews. That might be the coolest backstory yeah. we've ever gotten. Um, except for one, <laughs> except one guy who we had on is related to Elvis. So that's pretty neat too. <laughs> um, but damn it all. Nice. Hey, Mike. Uh, you co-founded and own SJC Drums, the organization that's presenting this tour along with Vans, uh, among others. But what is the SJC story? Um, so in a, in a quick nutshell, um, I started playing the drums when I was a kid. I was like nine and got a drum set. And my brother wanted to play my drums and, you know, sibling rivalry. I was like, don't touch my drum kit. And so he refurbished <laughs> uh, a kit that he actually found in our cousin's attic. Um, and it looked really, really awesome. And so I was jealous of his. And we just kind of like had this yin and yang relationship pretty much our whole life. And um, he became very interested in, um, you know, refurbishing drums and making them look different. And then, you know, dissecting them and cutting different bearing edges and figuring out what, what different things do to the sound and the fundamentals of, of a drum. Um, and I just was flipping out on seeing him, you know, paint these drums different wacky colors that you never you never saw before. Cause mm -hmm. Back then, you know, in like 1999 or 1998, there weren't like a ton of custom drum companies or 
you know, you, things weren't weren't done the way they are now. Um, and so we just kind of like were, you know, it was a hobby messing around in our grandma's basement for friends around town. Um, and then I started to tour as I got a little bit older and graduated high school and he made me a kit and I took it on the road. Um, we named it after him. I just, you know, one day I was just on my computer and made the SJC logo. Um, and I was like, yeah, he's, you know, he's the one that started doing this. So name it after my brother and, um, you know, it was his company really that I was just kind of tagging along and we, we kind of like a band, you know, we got lucky in a, in, in a few situations where we made a drum kit for Panic at the Disco right before they were going, you know, before they blew up and they would play the MTV VMAs. Um, and I just kind of learned the power of networking through going to like the Vans Warp Tour and meeting bands there backstage and hanging out with guys and like sneaking in and setting up a tent and things like that. And so, um, you know, 18 years later, we're still here doing the same thing. Um, way more legit, obviously, now that we're like friends with the people, you know, Kevin Lyman with the Warp Tour and Steve yep. Van Doren at Vans. And mm-hmm. so we're doing things the more legit way and um, in, in the right way, but um, really just networking and building cool drums for, for drummers that appreciate it and, you know, want to have a different experience than some of the other drum companies out there. Um, not, that, not that they're doing anything wrong. We just offer a little bit of a different feeling um, when you're, when you're getting a new drum set. Um, and so that's our whole thing. And that's our, you know, the very DIY grassroots, uh, work ethic that we've had really since day one, because we weren't, we weren't handed anything. We, we, we had to, you know, bust our balls to earn everything that we did because, um, you know, we were just kids and, uh, we got lucky. So, um, hard work and being very motivated and passionate about what we do. Now, you had mentioned 18 years. You've had success for over a decade now. You have some incredibly high-profile names representing your brand, obviously including Frank. How long do you think it will take before you can look back on all of this and just say, wow? <laughs> I do daily, man, honestly. <laughs> um, like, as a 15-year-old kid, like, looking at going to a Green Day show and watching Trey Cool play or, you know... Some 41 even, like, you know, I, I was a huge fan of that band when I was a kid and, like, just growing up on, on this music and going to the Vans Warped Tour, like I mentioned, and seeing these bands and now going to shows um, and seeing our drums, you know, on stage with the band and, you know, them, them playing our drums on stage or on TV or in videos or, um, you know, I was a fan of Frank with, with Street Drum Corps. I, I, you know, I was just a huge drum nerd and a huge drum fan. And so to be you know, a part of it in, in whatever way it is, you know, even the smallest way possible um, is a dream come true for me. And every single day I'm like, whoa, you know, like I get to wake up and I drive to work every day and I'm like, you're going to work to like design drums and this is your living. And like, I'm able to support my family with it. And it's wild. Like it's to me, you know, I always wanted to do what Frank's doing and tour and play the drums. But to me, this is like the next best thing where I'm like, yeah, I'm in, I'm, I'm my, my job is in the music industry and I get to work with like, not only amazing drummers, but like amazing friends as well. Like, you know, traveling with Frank and it's just super cool. Like our families are friends and it's, you just develop these really great relationships that last a lifetime from doing um, what you love. And I'm, I'm unbelievably lucky to do it. That's awesome. Now to talk more about Loyal to the Craft Tour, what can fans expect when they attend these free events? Gotta emphasize free. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah, the man. greatest Go ahead. gift that it's free. You know, like when bands, you know, signed on as a, as a presenter sponsor, like they literally were just like, our only stipulation is we want all the shows to be free. And we're like, that's incredible to, to be able to give, you know, kids, you know, this amazing experience for free is the greatest thing ever. I mean, you know, 
I used to pay for all these clinics when I was a kid, you know, like mowing lawns to be able to, to go. And it was like, you know, in a VFW hall and, and no vibe, no concert experience, just like a rad, one of my favorite drummers there doing his thing. But like the level that we're able to do this at and to have it for free is kind of the, the, such an incredible thing. Frank and I, you know, that was Van's stipulation, but Frank and I, when we went to China, um, you know, when, when, when our uh, dealer over in, in Asia hit me up about it, um, you know, I reached out to Frank and um, he was like, it'd be rad to have a kid, you know, a local drummer open the show before, you know, before me, before Frank plays. Um, and then when Frank's done, he was like, bring the kid up and play Fat Lips and Sum 41. Um, and so, you know, we're, we're just trying to bring the whole entire drum community together um, and let them hang with Frank and meet Frank and play drums with Frank. And so, um, you know, for the, the 10 days, we're doing a couple of different school of rocks and we're going to have the school of rock bands play and open. Um, and so it's just a really cool opportunity for everybody to get together and feel you know, kind of like a rock star, like they're, um, and live a part of their dream. And we're SJC is going to have a little booth. Um, we'll have some exclusive product and some really cool deals. Um, and then Frank will come to the booth afterwards and do a meet and greet and a signing and stuff like that. So, um, just like a fun night, we have our grand opening for our new factory that we just moved into on Monday, and we've got a, like a barbecue food truck coming, um, and just like, it's a really cool, chill vibe where it's an organic way to hang with Frank and ask him questions, and you know, when he said it's not your typical clinic, it really isn't, like, he's not talking about rudiments and things like that that you can learn online, he's playing, you know, along to the songs that he's, you know, touring with, with Sum 41, or the, the, the tracks of the other bands that he plays with. And then he'll get up and talk about touring, networking, kids and asking questions and not feel afraid um, to speak up and ask those questions, which your typical drum clinics, I think a lot of the, the younger kids um, get a little bit hesitant and then they go home and like, you know, shoot, I should have asked them that. Um, so our goal is really to just kind of break down that barrier and bring them closer to, um, you know, one of their favorite drummers. That's awesome. Now, I feel like I, I have to ask you this. We usually do like a top three on our normal episode. If you had to pick, who who would you say is the top three drummers in your eyes? Oh no! I mean, um, I, mean I got three. I, I picked John Bonham, Mike Portnoy, and Neil Peart as as my top three. Yeah, right. Bonham's um, there. I, I gotta say, Buddy Rich. Yeah. I gotta throw Buddy Rich in there. Okay. Yep. Me too. Yeah, Buddy Rich, Bonham, um, Tommy Lee. I mean, those oh, are the yeah. three for me as a kid that had you know, you know, the big influence on me, and I did see Buddy Rich play live and wow. Tommy Lee. So that seeing that live really was next level. And my parents were like the biggest Zeppelin fans. So those records were just always playing in our house. Um, you know, so it's like those, those are the three drummers that probably shaped me, you know, at an early age. And still to this day, <clears throat> I look at the same way. Now for the, uh, for the tour itself, uh, you know, there's going to be exclusive merchandise. There's going to be performances by local drummers and bands outside of Frank. There's going to be Frank putting on his master classes. There's going to be giveaways. Uh, is there any kind of other surprises that you have in store? You don't have to get specific on what they are, but can fans expect anything else outside of it being an amazing free master class in drumming from one of the greatest drummers of our day? Well, you know, just that. <laughs> <laughs> um... I don't know. Frank, you going to do a backflip or anything? <laughs> uh, I don't think so. That would, the tour would be over if I did that. I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, right. So, no, that, um, that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's the gist of it, man. You know, um, the, the, the coolest part for me being, you know, doing this for a week in China with Frank was seeing the kids at the end um, play with Frank because 
That's um, cool. You know, like I just mentioned earlier, I, I was like, I remember getting the Sum 41 CD when I was first got my license and like cruising around town, like listening to Fat Lip. And <laughs> so a lot of these kids, like that's a song that they grew up on. And we still do that. So play that with Frank is just so cool. Like to see the grin on their faces and like just having a great time. Um, and so some nights we'll have multiple drummers actually playing it um, with with Frank because uh, we're going to have a few drummers from the School of Rock opening um, at a few dates. Um, SDC and then in, style. In yeah. Fort Wayne yeah. um, at Sweetwater, which is a really amazing uh, music retailer, like an e-commerce. Uh, they're, they're huge. Yeah, I saw, um, I saw your interview with them. Who does a lot of their product videos. He's mm-hmm. going to play with Frank as well, which is going to be really cool. Yeah, that's cool. I saw your interview with, with Sweetwater, like, yeah. Every show is going to be kind of different because we're doing, you know, House of Bands is kind of one vibe, those shows. Then we're going to like Alto Music, you know, in upstate New York. Um, that's a certain vibe. Then you got the School of Rock. So, you know, we're going to be changing it up kind of every day. You know, my set list is going to change depending on the show. What kind of other acts that are performing are going to, you know, change. I mean, for the Brooklyn show, we have original cast members from Stomp putting together an insane drum piece mm. to open the show, as well as some undiscovered drummers that are going to be playing too. And like, you know, it's going to be pretty amazing for people to, to come and see. And, you know, the other like goal is to make it like a concert experience, you know, like we're building it, the vibe and just the, the light show and the production, and all that, like we're making it like you're in an intimate concert watching me versus your typical what clinics used to look like and feel like, you know, like we're trying to like add that production element when we can as well. Um, and just really make it an intimate concert experience with like a hang and just cult, you know, all these cool SJC culture things. I mean, this is a reason why I'm with, with SJC. I mean, not only did they make the best drums, you know, it's what attracted me was the culture and the way they do events and do cool stuff like, you know, like they're doing. And it was just different and they're just changing the game um, and it's pretty much like, you know, there's no holes barred. Any crazy idea or concept I'll come up with, they back it and, and we'll do it together, which is pretty incredible. And you're not going to get that, you know, from, from many other companies, you know. So it's, it's a pretty amazing, you know, collaboration. And we're just always trying to do different things and, and challenging. And we'll be on, you know, on the go. We'll be changing things, you know, daily and, um, you know, just kind of going with the flow. And, I mean, America's this is a whole new new tour and um you know hopefully we can just keep doing this and do more because it is so it's so much fun it really is now you're going to be influencing thousands of aspiring artists percussionists over the next couple weeks when the tour is over for both of you and you look back on it um what would need to happen in order for you to say this tour wasn't successful i mean it's going to be great is there anything that you could say like you know this would have to happen for this tour not to be amazing. Cause this sounds like something that, you know, is going to just influence so many lives. Yeah. I'd say for it to not, to, for, for everyone to cancel last minute and say <laughs> it's not going to happen anymore. Cause honestly, like I, like the, like the vibe I have already from talking to kids online and, um, you know, communicating with kids on some of the event pages on like Facebook and stuff like that. Like kids are just pumped, man. And, um, I don't know. I feel like Frank and I uh, think in a very similar way, like literally just one kid at each show smiling and being stoked. That's that's all it's going to take. Like, that's sick. Um, you know, it, it, it doesn't have to be a million people there. Um, it doesn't have to be the biggest thing or uh, the most epic thing, which it's, it's actually going to be. <laughs> but <laughs> um, honestly, like 
the shows are going to happen. And as long as there's one kid that's stoked there, like my, that, 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 those are the type of things that, that make a big difference for me. Like just changing one kid's uh, right. outlook and going, you know, you know what, I can do that too. Um, you know, cause you know, through the Q and A and stuff like that, Frank has some really great motivational things that he talks about. Um, and I've seen it like at all the shows we've done so far, I've seen kids like have a little bit more of a pep in their step when they're leaving. And just that, that is the fuel for me. Um, and so that's what I'm most excited about as well. Totally. hundred percent. That's, that's just the goal and always is, you know, there's, you know, as a kid, I used to go to all these drum clinics and master classes and, and, and things, you know, and to be able to do that now is, is really a trip. You know, and I'll always be standing on stage and it'll always hit me and I'll just be like, this is crazy. Like, I remember sitting there with my dad, you know, as a kid doing this and to, to be up here now, like, you know, that's why I want to exactly make every kid leave their pump because they could be up there doing this too. And if, you know, if one of those kids years down the road is up there doing that and they say that, you know, our, our tour inspired them to give them the drive to do that, that would just be the greatest victory in the world if we can even inspire one kid to to do that and watch him on his journey, you know, go through it being a drummer because those clinics when I was a kid really inspired me, you know, and that's why I'm doing them. You know, it's like, I, I want to just talk about what it's taken to get here, you know, and still the constant grind that you have to do to, to, to keep doing this and providing and just, you know, all that. So it's, it's a cool thing because, you know, when, all these kids come to the rock shows and stuff. They, they just come to the show and they leave. They don't get to have these experiences in this one-on-one interaction, you know, and that's why I feel it's really, you know, important to give back and, and spend this time and, you know, be able to just hang with the kids yeah. and, and, you know, any questions they have or just anything, um, you know, that's just the cool part of it all. Now we are, this will be our last question. Uh, we are a nerdy podcast. Um, and obviously you guys be on the road, uh, a little bit. I mean, you're going to be going, like I said, <clears throat> pretty much through the East coast out a little bit to the Midwest towards Chicago. So we want to know since we talk about music, but we also talk about gaming, TV, film, anything like that. What's going to be on the iPad? What's going to be on the iPhone? The, the portable DVD player, if you still have one while you're on the road, TV and film recommendations for our audience. A good one. I literally, um, whenever we have a day off and I can like catch up on emails and catch up with family, I'll just shut down and watch Netflix. Yeah. You know, whatever, whatever is on there. And like I've been digging, um, you know, and again, I'm pretty new to Netflix, so some of this stuff might be old, but I think there is some newer episodes. I've been loving the, the riding, the comics, riding in cars, getting coffee with Jerry, Jerry Spine, Spine, yeah, and, with Jerry and like all these awesome guests. Um, I've been digging that on Netflix. Um, a couple of the comedy specials on there, um, you know, that's kind of my go-to on, on tour. And then literally I'll just try to, you know, train as much as I can. Find a rat. Now that it's summer and the weather's good, find a good like running trail to get out and, you know, just kind of get away from it all. And, and, you know, that's like kind of my meditation, meditative thing. And then just good food, finding rat. I mean, all these cities we're in, there's rad good food places. And, you know, Mike and I always try to go you know, get great meals and really good coffee shops. You know, we'll geek out on coffee, food, working out, and um, Netflix. Besides <laughs> the shows, that's really all we have time for. Um, and that's what we'll geek out on, you know, um, when we have downtime. Would highly yeah, recommend... I'm going to be buried in my computer for yeah. doing my normal SJC day-to-day stuff and 
managing the logistics for the tour, so I probably won't be watching a heck of a lot, but enjoy the, you know, getting up early and, and going to the coffee shop and just kind of, you know, decompressing and talking about the show the night before and what, what can, what, you know, ideas for the next one. So, um, but yeah, while we're, while we're cruising and driving, I will definitely be in my emails. <laughs> <laughs> if you are, uh, Frank, you my said... My wife would kill me too if I watched any Netflix. We're, we're like, <laughs> we're almost done Black Mirror on Netflix and that uh. show is just crazy that's awesome uh frank you said you're into some comedy specials we both hope that you're a fan of sebastian maniscalco if you're not his first special is on netflix i cannot recommend it enough both of us can't it's the fun he's the funniest awesome. comedian i think out. yeah i think he's the funniest comedian in the world nope. right now <laughs> awesome. i don't know joey diaz is pretty funny joey diaz is funny but sebastian's got that accent it's so good the dialect we'll call yeah. it but gentlemen thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today we really appreciate it um so again thanks for it and best of luck on the tour thank you so much thank yeah thank you guys so much for having us on and uh supporting and turning this around so fast so uh, you know people can hear it before we hit the road absolutely if you could just hang on yeah, the line thank you, everybody. yeah thank you if you can hang on the line just one second uh but everybody thank you so much we will be back this weekend with episode 102 let the drummer kick that So Network has a brand new Patreon? That's right. We're asking for your help, and you could do it for as little as a dollar a month. Don't fret. All your favorite shows will still be available for free, as always. But you can get exclusive podcasts and more not heard anywhere else but on our Patreon. To sign for the ESO Network, Patreon's easy. All you have to do is go to ESOPodcast.com and click on the link. With your support of the ESO Network, it's you who will reap the rewards. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through Amazon.com or the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.